I broke everything. I'm a vampire. Kill me. Kill me. I was a little drunk. Plus, I was horny. Am I getting through to you? Over! Welcome, everybody, to what is perhaps the sleepiest episode of Vampire's Piss. I am I your sleepiest sleepy. host, Cassidy. <laughs> and I am your second sleepiest host. Um, and this is, uh, this is our podcast where every week we watch Vampire's Kiss and uh, talk shit about it. Um, I've never talking shit about this movie. <laughs> I think you'll find I have a pretty consistent track record throughout these 14 episodes. Only positive things to say about this. That's true. You've really stayed you've really stayed a shining light in this uh in this podcast. Absolutely. Um, you got positive, man, you know. Uh is it not wearing on you? Is this is this uh is the movie not beginning to become tiresome for you well huh i don't know i don't know i think they're after watching this so many times there's like a familiar like comfort that i get like putting Mm -hmm. it on each time after these 14 times there's like Mm -hmm. a certain comfort that i get from it from the from the familiarity you know Something about the music and yeah. just like the excessive B-roll of New York and the mm-hmm. sunrise. I just find it very comforting, you know. Yeah, I I feel I feel myself every every time I remember I have to watch the movie, I'm like, oh god, okay, I have to watch it again. But then when I actually get to watching the movie, I'm like, well, you know, this isn't so bad. Yeah, definitely. I I like it's the the idea of it is wearing on me but then when i actually get into the movie i'm like delighted by everything nick cage and his elastic face has to offer me yes i mean it's it's i mean it's just undeniable how unique the performance is like you just don't Mm -hmm. really get that kind of thing very often yeah and i i still think there's a lot to, to extract from it there's a lot of nuances, though I do feel that at fourteen, we may have to like pull some more tricks out of our little trick bag. Yeah, I I'm I'm sorry. I'm like we need to get someone else on the show. We need yeah. to right. do some dumb shit. Like yeah. last night, I we uh, we watched a movie prior and then hung out for a little bit, and then it was like ten a.m. or ten p.m. and I was like, oh. I have to watch the movie. Um, and I was like, all right, what can I do? So I was going to try and reverse the footage, but mm. that would take too long and to render and premiere. Right. So then I just watched the movie normal, but with a little aid of my good friend, Marijana. Mm, Marijana. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm familiar um, with her. I, yes. Uh, do you think Peter ever I, smoked Marijana? 
probably. Did you get that video I sent you of um, Nick Cage looking exactly how your little, your like fan fiction like version of him? Oh, no, I don't think I did. Was he like a little 80s goth club boy? Yeah, he like, he, it was like for some British interview show or something. And he's like wearing mm. black skinny jeans, a leather jacket. He, uh, he is like wearing like combat boots. He's like, mm -hmm. he like has the same hair as Peter Lowe pretty much. And he yeah. like fucking runs up on stage, does like a fucking front flip onto the <laughs> stage uh, like kicks his leg up high he's like throwing he like runs up to the crowd and throws money into the crowd mm -hmm. and then he like sits down excitedly um and i i was just looking at him and i was like because it was a younger nick cage and i was looking at him i was like oh this is exactly the kind of like goth club boy peter lowe that matt keeps talking about like he's real it's true he is in the yeah. real world it like there's a lot of of the real Nick Cage put into the insecurities in the background of Peter, I believe. Um, I yeah. Kirby. Kirby. Yeah, he's not gonna like that the air conditioner's not on. Oh no! I'm he's sorry, Kirby. Uh. Come in. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I think this is. <laughs> Oh, wow. I haven't seen Kirby in so long. This is the podcast's first instance of meeting Kirby. Hello, Kirby. Really? Hi, Kirby. Say hello. I think so. I can't remember any episodes where he was picked up on it. I think this is the first time. Okay. Well, if you listen closely, viewers, you may hear some, like, distinct fur licking, some... <laughs> some, some ball licking. Some ball. Well, he doesn't have his balls anymore. Hasn't for a while. Oh, fair. I'll be honest. Valid. He wasn't the same after that. <laughs> like, uh, Who would I feel be? bad. I think... I don't... To be honest, I don't think you should be doing that to your pets. You don't think so? I, I, I actually feel the opposite. Because... Um, really? Yeah. Uh... Uh, it's so hard for me to articulate why it's so early in the morning. But, like, there is, like, uh, ethical reasons for that. I think because it takes right. their, like, their, like, breeding instincts out of them, which is, like, good if you're not actually going to breed them because then they're just going to be, like, a nightmare. Right. Um, They're going to be, like, angry and horny all the time. Mm, yeah. Um, It also helps create... It helps not create unwanted pets just in case your dog does... Yeah. find another dog that is also not fixed mm -hmm. I, I guess i just yeah i guess i just don't really like the idea of like taking that option away from him if that's something that he wanted you know that's fair that's fair um yeah there there is a there is a better reason i just can't remember it at the moment all i'm thinking I think about just, is mm, yeah. peter lowe <laughs> Right. I think I think what you, the reason you might be thinking is that you just love animal genital mutilation. <laughs> like you sick freak. I think it's <laughs> I think it's so funny when the dog yeah, gets his nuts you, taken away. <laughs> absolutely. Whenever like Peter like bites the head off that pigeon, you're just like, ah oh, man, that's hilarious. Does he 
Did you did you find a secret cut where he, he does like some Ozzy Osbourne shit? Uh, I guess I just imagine it because he, you know, he does like mimic biting the head off a pigeon with the pillow. So I feel like you can assume that that's how he kills it, low key. I thought that happened before. Oh, it must not. Oh, you're right. It does happen before he. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, no, you're that right. Being... I, I can see it. Plus, he's got the head poking out of like his jacket when he's walking back with it in his jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I see it. I, I speaking are... though of like secret cuts though, I I don't know if like the perfectly legal way that I stream this movie, mm-hmm. if like the video file on it was different from like either today or like the last few times mm-hmm. since the beginning, but. I never really noticed the conversations where Jackie and Peter are talking about like what they do for work before they enter the apartment where he's like, oh, I'm in literature. And she's like, mm. I, don't know, I don't actually remember what she was. She's like the phone company. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a call center. Which I think it's. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Go on. I, I was just. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, I'm just thinking, like, oh, wow, like, she's, like, just the droopiest call center lady. Like, she doesn't even need to, you know? They don't even see, like, what she's, like. But she, I'm sure she's dressed to the nines at work every day. Well, I think she's, like, director of personnel. Because I think it is, it has been on in the regular cuts. Though, Mm -hmm. I watched it perfectly legally uh, on a site that I will not name. Or they have not sponsored (laughs) us. But No, they have not. They're cheap bastards uh yeah um but we still love yeah them. i think she we still love them uh, even though they don't have the spanish version of vampire's kiss which i did look for after f- finding out that um reversing the footage would take too long yeah i think a reverse footage um, way would be good though yeah i think what i'm gonna do is i'm just gonna leave it over over like a work day to render and then just yeah. watch that some other time right i I still got to work on the silent film cut. It's just that I have been very mm-hmm. busy. Which oh, Sam. And, yeah. And I'll be honest, I am losing my job at the end of the week. So I do think oh, I should really? probably spend it looking for other jobs rather than editing a new version of Vampire's Kiss. The, you know, that's I, very responsible of you. And yeah, I could not disagree more. I think you should waste your time. I think <laughs> I, I had a feeling you were going to do that. I know that, you know, like this whole like job shit is very frivolous and like it shows that I, I lack the commitment to the podcast, but I, I don't like money, but that doesn't mm-hmm. change the fact that I do very much need it. It's such a bitch. I, it is. I it's money sucks, man. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. And it is my birthday Saturday, so I am going to ball out a little bit so that will not help with the money situation at all oh dang i i wish i had known it was your birthday i would have tried to like send you something fuck all right it's fine yeah it's uh it's moby's birthday the day before and then it's me and yo yeah right you and i share birthday oh my god yeah i'm gonna forget this every year yeah i was talking Ugh. to this with them i think we may have been born within like the same hour because all <laughs> our like star sign shit like pretty much like exactly syncs up 
but like a year apart because Annika's a year older than you, right? I don't think so. I thought was Annika not because Annika was like a transfer student. I thought Annika. Yeah. Is Annika not older than us? Uh, I think no. Are I think Annika is twenty three, turning twenty four. Whoa, whoa! You guys are yeah. babies. Cause I'm twenty four. Oh yeah, no. Oh shit! You're the boomer here, sir. <laughs> when is your uh, birthday? Yeah, March. Uh, it's in. Okay. Uh, yeah, it had already happened like a while ago. Right. Oh my god, it has been a while ago. Holy shit! Um. Yeah. God, time passes, dude, and it it's being marked by vampires kiss now. Yeah, by the continued like malaise and like wearing down of like the enjoyment of each watch. Not that it's like that <laughs> dramatic, but uh-huh. I feel like you can't deny that like at this point, like it is gonna like be a steady downward like kind of thing. Yeah, it's it's definitely going to it's gonna be a downward decline and I'm hope I'm I'm hopeful for some random spikes in enjoyment because I know that that happens with me when I'm watching with like the huh oh with like when you uh, oh. I was saying when you watch it with other yeah people. yeah um when I watch it with other people for sure but then also like like whenever I watch like these horror marathons mm. granted those are different movies and sure. I don't watch them more than once but. Uh, sometimes there will be a random good movie. And so I'm hoping that <laughs> there will be a random good watch uh, yeah. in in like our dark moments of the show. Right. When we try mescaline. Yes. I, Lots of it. I, I feel like I, my third eye wouldn't, can't be more open than it was last night. Mm. Um, it probably, I mean, that's probably not true, but it felt true last night. Yeah. Have you tried DMT? <laughs> God, no. That would, I don't think I would be able to take notes if I took DMT. <laughs> you wouldn't I would, have I would, to take I notes wouldn't, if you took DMT. It'd be all up there. Yeah, I, I wouldn't even be able to watch the movie. I would, I would just, like, be looking at the wall. And I then, like, took... seeing the movie on the wall and just being like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I think that's a valid it. topic of discussion as well. I think as well, you yeah. just like if you just like print out a picture of Peter Lowe's head and just like paste it to your wall, that'd be enough to count as the watch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, terrorize it's, myself. I mean, I feel like you you really have absorbed the movie enough that like. If you do like try psychedelics, you just have to like close your third eye and you could like read like watch it like within your eyelid, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I feel like it's crazy that I haven't dreamt of the movie more. Mm. Like mm. have I uh, dreamt of the I movie? Mean, it... Huh? I'm trying to think like have I dreamt of the movie at all cuz I don't think I have. I th- yeah, it's like I know that like between this watch and our last, it's been more than a week just because we've both been really busy. Yeah. But I, I, it's still we've been we've been keeping up pretty good. I yeah. just, I just, uh, I it's strange. I just haven't, haven't dreamt of the movie that much. Which is which is odd because 
I feel like it should be Tetris affecting me, like video games do. Yeah. I mean, the movie wants you to, too, you know? Yeah, I know. I, especially because I watch it at night before I'm going to go to bed. Yeah. yeah, I usually watch it, like, right before the sesh. And yeah, like yeah. Ways. <laughs> I I but, love, you know, I love, yeah. But, no, go ahead. Uh, I I just I love that um that it it's it, it's just I love that we're doing this like in some kind of sleep induced state right but it's still not penetrating our dreams mm-hmm. I kind of want it to I, I want to see what kind of vampires kiss dreams I have would you be Peter Lowell I hope not. <laughs> okay. I think that might be it, you know. I, can't, I mean, I, can't... I feel like I feel like the bad things that happen to Peter are like fully like within his own doing though. So, if you mm-hmm. were in his body, you'd probably be able to like be fine, you know. You could just be like, yeah, be like an actually good boss and just enjoy like yeah. hallucinatory vampire sex and like it's it's chill. Yeah, right. I you know it's funny. Last night, I don't know if it was because I was very high. But I I felt sympathy for Peter Lowe. Yeah. I like I, I felt very like bad for him. Mm-hmm. I was like, for whatever reason, uh, he seemed like more of a victim in this watch for me than he had in any other. Mm. Uh, mm. Well, that's very problematic of you. <laughs> yeah, I was <laughs> I was real fucked up, dude. Mm-hmm. You're gonna get canceled I, I over this like defense of this terrible man. <laughs> yeah i mean listen it's not a defense i just like i literally just wrote i'm getting such strong victim vibes from peter this watch (laughs) that was the last note i made of it (laughs) terrible i'm very ashamed Um, of you cassidy i'm like fully reconsidering you being my (laughs) co-host i'm just slowly turning into i'm gonna metamorphose into fucking a peter Lowe individual that's that's horrible do you think peter lowell would have signed that like thing that all those hollywood people signed to get roman polanski back into the u.s oh absolutely i think he is absolutely a a roman polanski defender that or would be if he had lived long enough to yeah oh i guess roman polanski put out movies with wall in peter lowell's lifetime right when rosemary's baby come out uh, Rosemary's Baby came out in like the either the seventies or eighties. Yeah, I think I think by the time Vampire's Kiss came out, like most of Polanski's <laughs> seminal stuff, besides the the Nazi one, uh, mm-hmm. the 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 pianist, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the only like super relevant one that came out after his um, fleeing his of the unpleasantness. country. Yeah, yes, isn't that's that's one way to put it. Yeah. Um, I don't think Nicolas Cage signed that petition. I certainly so, hope not. We're, yeah. uh, I I shudder to to think, but also I probably I probably should comb that list just to be sure he's not on there. I I don't think he should. If I'm being fair honest. enough, I think like yeah. you'll like like a lot of the people there. You'd be like, oh, that's like a disappointing thing to learn, and. I'll be honest, like, 
Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm like any more educated for like looking at that besides That's adding true. more dread and disappointment into like my psyche, you know. It'll it'll just make yeah, it'll just make me unnecessarily mad because yeah. I already kind of assume every famous person is an asshole in some way. Yeah, definitely. And so just to confirm it will not do anything for me. Right. You know. Except yeah. for Nicolas Cage, because his deep understanding of the psyche of someone as horrible as Peter Lowe shows that, you know, he's aware of it and he could avoid such toxicity. <laughs> yeah. That's not true at all. That's like, Nicholas that's probably Cage. like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That yeah. wouldn't make any sense, he's, honestly. He's uncorruptible. Um... He's un- <laughs> His mind is a steel cage of purity. A steel Nicholas Cage. <laughs> yes, yeah. Oh, imagine that. Yeah, he's like Metal Why wasn't Mario. Nicholas Cage Yo. Iron Man, you know? Oh, he should he should either play the newest Iron Man and just be just like throw a wrench into MCU mm-hmm. or he should play Mario. I think Because I think he would be oh, a good voice actor. That'd be yeah. really good. And he is Italian, isn't he? Yes, I think yeah, he his, is. Yeah, his, his real last name is Coppola. Oh, yeah, I forgot. He's, he's cousins of the Coppolas. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Fuck you, Chris Pratt. Fuck Chris Pratt. Fake-ass Italian. This, Fucking this... Olive Garden-ass Italian. <laughs> you know what Yeah. No, we... This this podcast hates Chris Pratt. Dude, Nicholas K... Okay. Mario would be good, but Nicolas Cage was meant to be Waluigi, I think. Oh my god, yes. He's a live-action version. Yeah, he's yeah. tall enough, he's wacky enough. He's, like, mm-hmm. how I assume, like, people thought that, like, the Jim Carrey, like, Eggman casting would be. I haven't seen those yep. movies yet. I'm still on the fuck Jim Carrey train, also. <laughs> uh, I've recently seen the second one. It's it's fun. It's not good, but yeah. it is it is fun. If you like Sonic and his friends, right. it's, a, it's a fun one. Well, I've I always been a big my... Knuckles stan, so I'm sure I'll like yes. it for that. Yes, Knuckles in this one is, he he is cool. Uh, he's not as, I, I, I don't know. I, I liked him in the movie. I think the thing I liked the most was that Idris Elba was doing some kind of fucked up accent. And I don't... Is he Australian? No, I don't know what he was. It sounded like he was trying to suppress his British accent, which I know he doesn't have to do because I've heard him do an American accent. He's he does a great American accent. I don't know what he was doing. Right. I. But it was like, (laughs) what? What are you doing, Idris? Yeah, I'd have to watch. I haven't watched it yet. I. Mm -hmm. I I agreed with Billy Baxter to show her we or do weed with her for the first time and then we watched the sonic 2 movie because i feel like that Fuck is like yeah. a good first experience you know yeah i agree i feel all right so i'm a stoner and like i got stoner friends but i feel like some stoners like don't have like the proper sense to like properly guide like a newbie stoner like through Dude, the smoking experience yes i agree speaking like, as someone who was once a newbie stoner and yeah. was not properly guided i yeah. I agree. Like, 
not to put my dad on blast or anything, but he's telling, <laughs> like I was telling him, <laughs> he won't listen to this. Go on. But <laughs> okay. he was, he was tell. I was like talking about like uh, giving my aunt some weed or whatever because she's like very like mm-hmm. anxious, and I think she could use some indica. And he was just like, yeah. ah, I don't know, like I'm not, I'm not trying to introduce people like to new stuff anymore. There was this one time in the '90s, I gave this like girl I was acting with. He was like a, a play actor and like, yeah. a theater actor and like like one of his co-actresses like he he gave her a joint and he just like let her leave with that and to like experience that by herself <laughs> and it's like bro you gotta you gotta like high sit people like you can't just yeah. like send them off into the wild so yeah. you gotta you gotta sit them down you gotta get them some good food and you gotta watch sonic 2 with them that's what you gotta do yeah because otherwise they're have their, like they might have a panic attack you know and it's just like you don't want to be responsible for that i know dude yeah like the first time i got high was fine it was i it was a little stressful because at one point these people at the summer camp i was at like yeah. tried to scare us and it worked so well <laughs> oh <okay. laughs> They like hid in the bushes and started yelling at us and like making us think we were in trouble and we were like, uh, uh, yeah, we were scared, but I mean, otherwise we were fine. Um, but no, the, like every time after that I was with my other stoner friends and they did not know how to take care of me because they just let me hit the shit teaching me how to take really good hits. And so I was like, oh, yeah, I'll take a great hit. And then I was like, I don't remember who I am, guys. What should I do? And they're like, uh, I don't know. That's scary. Right. <laughs> they I just think, wouldn't. Yeah. They just didn't help me out. They were just yeah. like, whatever, Cassidy, fucking figure your shit out. I'm yeah, too I'm high sure, to deal with you. Absolutely. I'm sure Peter Lowe's had like an exp- a negative experience with weed like that for sure. That's probably why he doesn't do it anymore. Yeah, I mean, I feel like he was, like, always too insecure to, like, really do it on the reg, you know? Like, when, mm-hmm. like, you're in a bad mind state like that, it just heightens your anxiety, you know? Yeah. He reads me yeah. as, like, a very, like, he was a very anxious young man. Yeah, I couldn't handle it. Plus, they probably yeah. didn't know, like, about sativas and indicas back in the 80s. I, I'm sure he I didn't, don't know. at least. <laughs> yeah, he certainly didn't. Uh yeah. Also, if you're introducing your friend to weed for the first time, a good thing to keep in mind is to, you know, know how to calm them down, let them know that they're not actually having yeah. a heart attack. Because I think yeah, everyone they're... has had, like, a bad weed thing where they're just like, mm-hmm. I feel like my heart stopped, my chest feels really weird, uh, am I going to die? Yep. And it's like, no, you're not going to die. But if you're yeah. with people who don't know how to tell you, like, you're not going to die, you are going to freak out. Yeah. Be- yeah, because I've been, I've been there, yeah. Yeah. Where I'm like, I don't remember who I am. And they're like, what? I don't know. Who you <laughs> That's are weird, dude. <laughs> yeah. I Have you seen? There's a, <laughs> there's a post that I find very funny, uh, but it's very mean. Um, it's like <laughs> mm-hmm. a, it's like a screenshot of, it's like a Photoshop screenshot of a Google window. Um, yeah. And it says like, how long? It's like someone typed in the search bar, how long do weed effects last? Mm-hmm. And then the answer right below it is, the effects of marijuana can can last. And then it's highlighted twenty two billion years, and you <laughs> cannot stop this. <laughs> I think it's very funny. That's very, that's um, very funny. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. um, it would scare me though if I was high and I saw it. Oh, yeah. It would scare Peter Lowell, too, you know? Mm-hmm. If instead of being, like, an 80s goth baby, he was 
you know, early 2000s WikiHow, Yahoo Answers, like, looking-ass motherfucker, <laughs> as we were once, you know? Yeah, Trying that was to learn us. the ins and outs of life through mm-hmm. Yahoo Answers, which I don't think is a thing anymore. Yeah, I don't think it exists. I don't know. Haven't haven't listened to the McElroy brothers in a while. Don't know if they're still doing that shit. I I was real OG. I didn't need the, the McElroy brothers to read me <laughs> Yahoo answers. I was I was looking for the answers of life myself. I was like, how do you weed? You know? And it's like, this is how you weed. And it's like, oh thank you. Strange yeah. little like emoji guy. I, all the little icons on, I think it was Yahoo Answers, where it looked like it was, like, from, I don't know if you get, you remember Zawinky or whatever. It was, like, Club Penguin or whatever, but oh, they yeah, were yeah. kind of anime-ish, kind of chibi-ish. Yeah. I remember uh, me and my cousin remember. catfished a guy on there by pretending to be a hot girl. Nice. Yeah. Classic. Classic teenager yeah. behavior. Classic teenager. We were, like, 13 or something, you know. Yep. But this, I assumed, like, nine-year-old thought we were going to give him sex, like, somehow over this thing, which (laughs) I don't think that would be possible, but we definitely didn't. Also, I absolutely have to take a dump right now. All right. Have fun. I'll I'll go speak secretly to the audience about my Emilio theories. (laughs) Sure. Yeah, sure. Okay. (laughs) I think we should definitely talk about uh, Peter Lowell, like, trying to navigate y2k internet stuff though oh my god yeah because i think he really missed out by dying before that i think he would have been a child of the internet he might have been he might have become a reddit in so low-key if he was born a little bit too high high key yeah um yeah but let's hope not let's hope not okay his headphones are off um that is a good topic of conversation i will explore it later when he's back but yeah he the the streaming site that ref, remains to be unnamed until uh they sponsor us was HD enough that i could see that the man who was playing Dr. Glazer's lover while he may not be the same actor as Emilio looks so similar that they absolutely intended for it to be Emilio. And I think that um, there is going to be empirical evidence of Emilio's uh, fling with Dr. Glazer in the coming uh, watches. There's going to be some special edits and I think in those edits there will be special Easter eggs. Um, uh, oh, I just got distracted thinking about eggs. I want breakfast so bad. It's so early. Um, let's see if I had any funny high notes because I don't really remember taking many notes, but I was very, (laughs) very inebriated. My first, actually, my first note says, Dr. Glazer watch is cool. I think I just saw her watch in the first scene and thought it was cool. It's kind of like a a metal bangle with, like, a watch embedded in it. Does like, I don't know how you take it on or off, but you can. Um... Da-da-da-da-da. 
there's a lot of discussion topics. I can't believe I took discussion topic notes with with so much like doobie cloud in my brain. Uh... <laughs> Apparently I thought there was a cauldron bubbling in Emilio's kitchen. Um I appear to have written the number seven to the power of seven for some reason. I think I was falling asleep at that point. Um, <laughs> I wrote a note here saying, having vision dream of eating dangerous birds. I'm not sure what that means, but I think it was influenced by... Peter Lowe eating that pigeon which now that I think of it I guess I have been having vampires kiss dreams it's just been like my little twilight nod offs during uh, during the parts of the movie where um, I like nod off well during like a nighttime watch I'll like I'll like start to fade and I'll like have a an inkling of a dream. Um, and it will be vampires kiss related somehow. So I guess I am having those dreams somehow. Um, yeah, that's, that's all I got. That's all I've got for now. Oh, um, you know what? Friend of the show, Chris Kirk, he um he made a funny sound. Uh and it was it was based on a quote that I had said earlier in that day. Let's see if you can uh let's see if you can hear it. Chris, um this is your shout out. Everybody go go follow at composer Kirk on Twitter. He's a very talented um a sound designer and musician and he made this funny sting based on some funny shit I said one time Oh hey, you just got back just in time. Oh, and just time showing for off what? a little. Oh, I, I, you just got back at the tail end of me showing off a little ditty that Chris made based oh. on some dumb shit I said one time. And if yeah. you listeners at home couldn't hear it, uh, it was me saying it was. Uh, the words were, "My sphincter is so tight it basically doesn't exist." Mm. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Goals? Uh, question mark. <laughs> Uh, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> that's a, Someone's that's who you into are. that. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of tight um, sphincters, do you think Peter Lowell ever tried poppers as a young man? I think so. Yeah, I think so. I think he enjoyed Have poppers mentioned... more than he enjoyed weed, if I'm being honest. Yeah, well, 
that that's a drug that doesn't scare you. Um, yeah. It just makes you looser. And also, if you're drunk, yeah. drunk times two. Oh. Have you I, ever done popping I've been, uh I've done it, like, a couple times in the past uh, uh-huh. week or two. But oh, I don't whoa. Think, it's yeah. recent. Oh, yeah. I was just, like, offered it mm-hmm. during things. And yeah, I don't think I took a big enough hit. Uh-huh. Uh I guess I'll do more next time, but fair. Which may be re. I mean, it's gonna be my birthday on Saturday, so who knows? Like, hell yeah. Um, what do you think, Pete? Yeah. Growing up, what do you think Peter like wanted for his birthday more than anything? Um, besides to be a vampire, a steel book of Bram Stoker's Dracula. Mm. Would they, would they have steelbooks back then? I guess it would be a VHS tape, huh? Uh, when you say Bram Stoker's Dracula, are you referring to the Francis Ford Coppola film? Yes, I am referring to that movie. Okay, because in the timeline of the world, I don't think it was out yet. Really? Oh, you're right. It came out in like the 90s, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Well... He wanted That's it so sad that he didn't he didn't make it to that. He would have loved <laughs> yeah. it. He, he also he, I don't know. He, I feel Yeah, go ahead. Oh no, I was just saying he was gonna feel a yearning in his soul that he couldn't explain. Absolutely. I do feel that like because he's such like a Nosferatu stan, I feel like he'd be overly critical of like a lot of newer Dracula stuff. And I haven't seen all of uh Coppola's Dracula, but I know that Keanu Reeves does a hilariously bad British accent oh in it. It's so, it's so good. Uh, and I don't, I don't think Peter would enjoy that. I think he'd be like, oh, "I yeah. should have been Jonathan. I should have." Like, are you kidding me? This guy, mm-hmm. this guy, this guy can't even do a British accent. What do you? What kind of accent is that? He says in his goofy ass <laughs> New York, Philadelphia, whatever the fuck he speaks. His. Yeah, his also, like, kind of British-sounding accent sometimes. Yeah. I think he reads as, like, one of those, like, guys who, like, he had, like, a British phase in high school where he tried to, like, fake an accent. Mm -hmm. And he went to a new school and he tried to, like, get people to think that he was British. But, like, it was pretty obvious that he was failing, but no one really told him. Oh, God. That's so embarrassing. That's, like, so, like, secondhand embarrassing to me because I once tried to do that at a band camp i went to yeah mm-hmm. Ugh, didn't last how'd long. that go it didn't it last long. bad no i was not good at accents back then i'm still not uh, good you know i'm i think i'm like okay at some accents but i will not do it right now but english accents yeah. i definitely cannot do it all i I'm not gonna pat my. I'm not like gonna jerk myself off too hard here and say I'm like great at all accents, but yeah. like I feel like my time as a dungeon master has made me blunder my way through many accents, right. and I think yeah, you gotta fake I have it till picked you up make a few. It. Yeah, um, they're probably not good. They're I think they're just serviceable. Yeah, um, I think I think I used to be like kind of okay with English when I used to watch like more BBC shows and shit like in high school. Oh sure, yeah. But as I've like as I've become more comfortable in my anti English uh, biases, <laughs> yeah. Follow me on Twitter. I'm beefing with the Scottish apparently. 
Well, that's insane to me that the Scottish are beefing with you over your making fun of the English people. Yeah. Yeah. I You'd think I that they beefing. would be on your side. I would think so. And honestly, I find it like very sad that the Scottish aren't siding with me because I, you know, I feel like we are like redheaded brothers, like in arms against yeah. like, English oppression yeah. and just seeing like the Scottish woman like. <laughs> okay so so guys you know since you obviously don't follow me on twitter which you should at uh <laughs> xx sexy devil uh devil sexy and devil spelt with threes i was i was mm-hmm. beefing with some english people because i don't remember the comedian's name he's very funny he's he's uh scandinavian he has like long red hair and like a beautiful mm. roughly beard and he had this really him. good video yeah really good video making fun of english people by making mm-hmm. like the british simpsons and they all had like very posh accents and marge was like scottish but like just yes. making fun of people and then the guy was commenting like ah it's been a year and people still fucking tell me that i don't know what british people sound like and I think it's so funny that, like, English people... Well, yeah, I think he said English. I don't remember he said British. But I think it's so funny mm-hmm. that English people get, like, so fucking uptight about, like, oh, you just, th- you just think that the English people speak the same way, oi, oi, and all that, you know? And it's <laughs> yeah, like, everyone yeah. knows that that's not how they all speak. But it's a fucking joke, you know? And yeah. if you listen to fucking English comedians, like... With an exception of like some very good ones, I like I like James uh-huh. A. Caster. I like uh, everyone who was on uh, Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. But you yeah. listen to fucking like you know like people like Ricky Gervais and like Loki like Rowan Atkinson. They're like you know comedy. There's there should be nothing that's you know off limits. You know it should always be so cutting edge and edgy and yeah. offensive. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna make fun of transgender people or whatever. But then if you say <laughs> like, but then like as an American, you come at them and you're like, oi, oh, you speak like this, governor and shit like that. <laughs> they're all like, oh, you fucking, then you fucking, you, you fucking American and your constant fucking school shootings you don't know shit about England <laughs> and it's like bro yeah. like you are the ones who like are not taking these jokes very well I'm sorry yeah it's it's so funny it's so funny to see like it's so funny to see the mark of actual good comedians based on like how well they are able to take a joke or like Make what fun they of the get English? offended oh. by Oh, yeah, too, just yeah. in general, but like, uh, uh, like, yeah, like English comedians are like a pretty sterling example of this because, like, you're right. Like, the uh, I feel like Ricky Gervais types get like really upset if you like try and, um, uh, I don't know if Ricky Gervais would get upset if you made fun of his accent, but it's like that same shit where they like bad comedians will get upset if you like make fun of them or tell them that they're not funny. Yeah, but. Good comedians, I feel like, get, like, they don't care. Yeah. Because they know that the shit they're saying is actually funny, you know? Well, I think the core of the problem is just that England is such, like, a fucked up savage country, you know? It's an uninhabitable zone. Yeah. Terrible, you know? That's why why they tried (laughs) to conquer the world, because it's, like, they lived on such, like, a horrible island with such terrible (laughs) weather, and so they're like, we need to... We need to conquer the world so we can get the fuck out of here. You know, I'd rather we need to learn how to make food so bad. Yes. And they they still have not, you know, obviously. No. But I think that English culture comes at like such like a strange like in between of it's like 
like oh we're so we're so fucking like dry and superior to everyone but they're also like they have this unfounded pride in stupid nonsense so like those things clash together it's like oh we have to be so indignant but also we gotta you know maintain english pride you know we have to maintain the word number one and stuff and unfortunately some scottish people have internalized that and those scottish people fight with me on the internet come at me i don't remember what your name was lady (laughs) that's so sad you hate to see it man you do hate to see Um, it and you know i read her bio and she was like yeah yeah it's it's sad and like i think she was a doctor or something she said it in her name i i honored her title because you know whatever that's what you want it's funny to call people doctor on Mm -hmm. the internet but in her bio (laughs) she said that (laughs) this is very off topic i'll 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 pull it back around like i always do but in Uh her bio she was talking about how like oh like representing i think it was iceland in like the 2011 uh eurovision (laughs) competitions you know she was on eurovision which is pretty cool you know abba was on that that's pretty cool but like she's arguing with me about english but it's like hey lady you weren't representing england or scotland you're representing iceland so i feel like even you know that like england isn't where it's at Iceland how is she allowed to do that is she an expat she must be but if she was then she would she would be deported back to england because i heard that all all the expats that were like living in other european countries were getting Mm -hmm. deported back to england because they they exited the eu well i think i think what you're failing to recognize cassidy is that like European culture and, like, European, like, unity and (laughs) white identity is, like, so fragile that, like, it really requires Eurovision to continue forever. And if they miss that, like, one year and if they, like, make some strict rules where it's, like, Mm -hmm. oh, if you're a Scottish uh, English bootlicker, you can't, like, be in the Icelandic Eurovision things, like, their whole, like, culture will collapse, you know? Yeah. Without Eurovision. Like... If ABBA didn't happen, I don't know if, like, Europe would be a thing today. You know what I Europe mean? Europe would be a, a blighted waste without ABBA. It would be. It would just be, like, the Fallout universe without ABBA. <laughs> ABBA's quite revolutionary in, like, how, how positive and poppy they are while still, like, maintaining, mm-hmm. like, really, like, artistic production and songwriting and instrumentation. And that's why I think that Peter Lowe would really like ABBA, even though he'd be too embarrassed to admit it. I brought it back around. Yeah, there we go. (laughs) He would be too embarrassed to admit that. Yeah, but he would like, he really relate to SOS, you know? Mm hmm. Absolutely. And he would Um, love the Brian David Gilbert, like, uh, vampire ABBA cover that came out around last year in October. Yes. Shouts out to Brian David Gilbert. He lives yeah. somewhere in proximity to me. I don't know where. Really? I thought he lived he in lives New in York. L- no, he lives in LA now. He moved out here with Karen Hahn. Uh, uh, well, I despise that. I despise that almost <laughs> as much as English people. You know, t- turncoats? Yeah. Coast turncoats? Like, I mean, with you, like. Turncoasts? Yeah, turncoasts. Yes. <laughs> yes. Terrible. Terrible, terrible uh, people. Sorry, Cassidy. <laughs> no, no offense taken this place sucks <laughs> <laughs> i like 
I'm not like I get totally against the idea of like moving over to the West Coast, but like I feel mm-hmm. like I'm such like a grumpy New Yorker. But I also like don't particularly love it here either. I think I'd be grumpy anywhere if I'm being honest. There's always something to hate about a city once you get to know it. That's true. I was talking to someone who I think like has like been around and I think they were like either San Francisco or Seattle or something. They were just talking mm. about like foggy West Coast goth cities or whatever. And I was just like, yeah, I'd like to live in a place that's super foggy and like not extremely hot all the time. I think that'd be my vibe. Yeah. So what you're saying is you want to move to Forks, Washington. Sure. Yeah. Live in, the, I'll just like find like the closest place to like, the real life Twin Peaks, and I'll just you know I'll just kind of rock oh. it out that way. Was it not called Forks? What was the fucking town from Twilight called? From Twilight? Oh, uh, I thought it was Oregon. I it was Forks. Was it Oregon? Regardless, I don't. It, I don't like exposing like me like not being as like big a vampire historian as I claim to be right now. <laughs> Listen, you've seen the movie. I know that much, but I read I the books. The and Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Listen, that's not really a claim to fame, I don't think, because uh, the, the books are much longer, and yes. I'll say it, I think, a little worse. Yeah, and a distinct lack of Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart. Yeah, like they don't have that either. So it's like, what's the fucking point at that at that uh uh at that point, you know? Well, I mean, it is interesting though that you know, you wouldn't think like a stonery ass thought that you would have where it's just like, man, what would like Mormon vampires be like? Like that's such a stonery <laughs> ass thought that it's like you wouldn't think that that exists, but it does. And now you could look at it from that perspective, and I think that's very that's interesting, true. regardless of the quality. That's true. If you if you want to if you want to experience a world's first Mormon vampire, read the Twilight books. I guess <laughs> exactly. Yeah, because like you know, and Vampire's Kiss gets it right. Like vampirism is like very much about sensuality and like horniness yes. and stuff. So to see it, like, through the lens of, like, Bella, we have to wait until marriage, you know? Like, we can't, we can't have sex until marriage. I'll destroy you, you know? Because that that's there's so much sin in it, you know? That's, like, yeah. pretty funny. Yeah. And they just have, like, so much, like, intense teenage sexual tension. But it's, like, they're Mormon. So it's, like, we have to yeah. wait until, like, the metaphorical waiting until marriage. I turn you into a vampire before we have sex, Bella. And it's just, like whoa that's pretty twilight crazy. twilight is extremely like the the like mormon bubble porn like version yeah. of vampirism You're twilight so right. asked the brave new question of what if vampires were fucking virgins you know and <laughs> i don't think yeah. anyone's thought of that before this point you know it's true yeah Everyone's too excited ah. to get their rocks off. But, you know, Stephanie Myers, the intellectual, is like, we have to wait. And it'll be <laughs> so much better after we nose. wait. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Come on the podcast, Stephanie Myers. We'll talk about Peter Lowell. We'll talk about vampires. We'll talk about whether or not yes. Vampire's Kiss is Mormon vampire enough. More about Mormon <laughs> vampire core. I, I'd love to discuss this with you. I'd be very yeah. respectful. Um, we're obviously being very indignant, but like, I'd love to have an intellectual conversation. Yes, with you as Stephanie soon as Myers. there's, 
yeah as soon as there's a, a professional anyone on this uh on this podcast we will will become so much more professional absolutely i mean i don't say that we're unprofessional you know i think we're i think we're yeah. talking about themes we're talking about talking about cinema you know as, absolutely. as, as the brits would say the one thing i would change is i wouldn't be wearing my pajamas i guess Oh, well, I mean, like, you bit. made me turn off my air conditioner, so I'm not going to fucking do that. <laughs> I mean, fair. <laughs> yeah. This is both the sleepiest and the sweatiest Vampire's Kiss podcast right now. I'm sorry, King. We're almost done. In fact, I think our time's almost up. So, um... Damn. We didn't do. We didn't cover any points. You know what's fucked up? In my high state of mind, I wrote so many conversation questions in my notes, but yeah. we... We're just we're just so like locked into each other that like I didn't even need them. Yeah, I mean, that's okay, you know, guys. Like this was like a less vampires kiss focused vampires piss podcast, and that's okay sometimes. Number fourteen. Yeah, we're just kind you know, of like we talked a... about the movie enough. We you know we watched it. <laughs> yeah. Now it's time that we get into like deep political issues only. No more vampires kiss. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's what the later episodes are gonna be. We're gonna be like, yeah, yeah, we watched the movie. Here's our favorite part. Here's the powers. Here's the yeah. fucking proof he's not a vampire. All right, right. now, yeah, um, Roe v. Wade. Roe v. Wade. God. Yeah, this is realistically like you know, like you guys came for the vampire stuff, but like we're really like trying to turn this into last week tonight. You know, we're trying to get that HBO money. It's we're all about the, the money. Most... It's not really about the politics. Yeah, we're trying to... Oh, I see. I was going to go in a different direction. I was going to say okay, we're trying to be ahead. the most leftist podcast out there without listening to any other leftist podcast that I'm sure actually exists. Okay, yeah, sure. We are now an anarcho-leftist uh, communist podcast. <laughs> we're li- not the good kind of communist either. We're like Stalinists, you know? Like, we're like... <laughs> we're sending people to gulags and stuff. Like, I'm... vampire-specific gulags. Yeah, I'm 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 a bad leftist anarcho communist in the sense that I haven't done any research on any <laughs> of the theory, so I like don't know the the ins and outs. Right. I just go well, you can based only on be vibes. A, you can only be a true anarchist if you don't know shit and you're just like psychotically rebelling against something, some vague idea true. of the man. It's fair. As I'm sure Peter Lowe may have been at some point. That's you know that that's very true he we we've we've built this image up of him and i feel like it will come out in one of these secret edits um i think so have you have you heard that against me song i was a teenage anarchist uh probably yeah i'll send it to you but it's very good but it's just about like someone being like a very like young idealistic like teenage anarchist who like Mm. gets into like the anarcho-punk scene and stuff but as they like grow older and they see the people around them they realize how like image-based they are and how the revolution is a lie and stuff and i feel that peter lowell like you know in his like goth anarchism like becoming more disillusioned with the world and eventually like his you know his gothic erotic poems not panning out and he has to get mm-hmm. this crappy publication job that his dad gave him i think yeah. he would relate to that and to losing the dream you know absolutely i I will uh i I gotta ask is that your recommendation because i think we're gonna get into those uh yeah i yeah i guess uh i haven't listened to like all of against me but i like that Mm -hmm. i like uh that one i was a teenage anarchist baby i'm an anarchist is very good too 
very yeah. good Fourth of July type thing, even though that's passed already. Mm. Um, I'm writing a comic book with Moby, so I'll recommend that for whenever that comes out. Hell yeah. Yeah, goth um, anarchism will be a topic of, and delusion will be a part of it. Maybe I'll put in much. a Vampire's Kiss reference at some point. I probably should. Just put it in there. Oh, you know, I, you you reminding you you saying that just reminding me of like a weird note I wrote. Uh, yeah. I I wrote this note that said like it's fucked up that it's easier for me to think of a Vampire's Kiss themed tattoo than it is for me to think of a Jennifer's Body tattoo that I'd want. Mm. Because I was thinking about it last night, I think I I would like to get a tattoo. Like, if when we finish this, I would yeah. like to get a tattoo commemorating it. I agree. And I can think of, like, a couple that are just, like, good. And I'm like, shit. I, I would like, like, a kind of simplified, stylized version of Peter with the, the cokey vampire teeth in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was I mean, gonna... thank you for... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I was just thinking for Jennifer's body, I think, like, a pretty good one would be, like, the I Am A God with, like, the lighter uh, yeah, on the yeah. tongue. Yeah. Something like that. I don't know. Oh, I'll figure it yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I need yeah. to look for some patches um, for, for Jennifer's body. I want to put some Jennifer's yeah. body stuff on my vampire. Oh, my God. I've been working on this vampire uh, mm-hmm. jacket. Because last year for my birthday, uh, Troy, Valentina, and Amanda got me this uh, sick-ass Bo Lugosi Dracula uh, fucking jacket. And I cut the sleeves nice. off of it recently. Now it's a vest, and I'm just going to deck it out with evil shit. Hell yeah, dude. I have this, like, really... I can show it to you. I can't show it to the audience, but I can show it to you. But I have this really nice patch of Griffith nice yeah yeah and it's like later like super evil like post eclipse like comeback mm-hmm. griffith and yeah. i i hate him so much that like i can't in good faith put him on like my regular jacket because it's just like god you've got to put him on it and stuff but you've got to put him on a vile villainous jacket absolutely yeah right up there um, with jennifer do you, know? <laughs> you keep her fucking name out of Griffith's mouth. Um, <laughs> she would like Griffith. I know she would. God, she would. Yeah. Anyway, um, she is a victim though, so I don't know how she'd feel about that. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what our fan have, fictions. Yeah, rot. We have to get Megan Fox like in character as Jennifer from Jennifer's Body to discuss Berserk with us. Dude, I couldn't agree more. Um, I if like I have to, I will go through Machine Gun Kelly. You know, like I it won't be pleasant. <laughs> yeah. But... Um, yeah. He would like Griffith too. I feel for the wrong reasons. Hmm. Yeah. Oh God, we can't get into this. We're, we could talk about this forever. My sister's in the room now. Cool. Um, I'm gonna throw my recommendation out there uh i i watched a lot of stuff um like between the these watches because it was a long time but i'm gonna throw out uh two recommendations one go see nope nope is a great movie it's very very fun uh not Mm -hmm. very scary unless you're afraid of 
Well, I'm not going to say because that might spoil some things. But yeah. fun movie. Very, very, yeah. uh, very good. Jordan yeah, Peele, I've, he knows what he's doing. He does. I watched that in the theater with June a couple days ago. Yeah, I, I, really I also, yeah, I saw it in theaters too, like two days ago. Uh, my other recommendation is uh, for all you kaiju freaks out there, uh, go watch Gamera the Giant Monster on our favorite streaming site that is yet to uh, sponsor us. Gamera is like it's like a, it's like not Toho. I forget what studio it is, but it is a competing kaiju studio. And it is a movie about a giant turtle that um, like was woken up in the ice caps by like an atomic bomb during the Cold War um, and then went to Japan and just started like eating fire and beating shit up and it can fly and he's awesome. And it, there's no allegory. It's just a giant monster um, and it's great. Love Gamera. Y'all should watch Gamera. Fantastic. Um, Matt, you've already plugged your, your cool comic that's coming out, but you got anything else you want to plug? Uh, just the Twitter. Like, If you want to keep up with my comic stuff, the future YouTube uh, clothing stuff that I'm working on, mm-hmm. it'll be on Twitter at lowercase x uppercase x underscore s three x y underscore d three v i l underscore uppercase x lowercase x hell yeah nailed it in one um probably yeah keep your eyes out (laughs) yeah i mean there might be one underscore too many i don't know i think you're right i forget how many you have yeah um yeah, keep your eyes out for that stuff. It's going to be good. Um, my plug, uh, yeah, I'm I'm also on Twitter at uh, Cassadoodles, spelled C-A-S-S-I-D-O-O-D-O-L-E-S. Uh, I think I might have fucked that spelling up, but you know how to spell it. Um, I'm making a D&D adventure based on summer camp slasher stuff called Blood on Lake Owlbear. It's going to be a fucking whale of a time. I've been posting a ton of art. Uh, I've run out of art to post, so now it's just going to be coming out at the rate at which I make it. (laughs) So keep your eyes out for that. I've been enjoying Um, seeing that stuff come out. Ah, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Um, I might want to do fan art of some of your stuff later on. Oh, my God. If you do that, I'll cry. Uh, I will love it so much. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, follow follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Letterboxd at Paneranoid. You'll figure that one out. Uh, yeah. And then follow us on follow follow our podcast at GamerealPod. You'll get updates on when we post shit. Yeah, we're on Podbean and Spotify. We sure are. Search GameReal on either of those, and you'll find us. Yep. All right. Uh, Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, Bye-bye. Bye-bye.